0: Isaiah, chapter 52, verses 1 through 12. Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For there shall no more come into you, the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake yourself from the dust and arise. Be seated, O Jerusalem. Loose the bonds from your neck, O captive daughter, Of Zion for thus says the Lord you were sold for nothing and you shall be redeemed without money for thus says thus says the Lord Yahweh God my people went down at the first into Egypt to sojourn there and the Assyrian oppressed them for nothing now therefore what have I here declares the Lord seeing that my people are taken away for nothing their rulers wail declares the Lord And continually, all the day, my name is despised. Therefore, my people shall know my name. Therefore, in that day, they shall know that it is I who speak. Here I am. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy, for eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our god depart depart go out from there touch no unclean thing go out from the midst of her purify yourselves you who bear the vessels of the lord for you shall not go out in haste and you shall not go in flight for yahweh will go before you and the god of israel will be your rear guard this is the word of the lord
1: thanks be to god
0: Alright, an amazingly powerful passage and, you know, one that is uh, among the more recognizable in uh, Isaiah, you know, this beautiful upon the feet, are the feet of him who brings good news. And, you know, an interesting thing I wanted to point out as we kind of enter into this passage, we've been calling out some of the Exodus imagery uh, that Isaiah uses a lot of here in uh, this section. And You know this image at the end. It's it's this second Exodus, and I I think a powerful image that he uses is the idea that the Lord will go behind you and or before you, and He will be your rear guard. Your rear guard. He will be behind you, Mm. and it reminds me of as Israel leaves Egypt for the first time that God is going before them. But then, as the Egyptian army approaches and they're at the Red Sea, they're cornered that God is before and then he goes behind them as well. And so that that enveloping presence of God as his people leave captivity is a very reminiscent image. So uh, a lot of comfort in these words. Dees, what are your thoughts on what Isaiah is saying here?
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting when you think of, I mean, the the idea of exile the idea of the Assyrian exile, which he he talks about here. Um, the idea of God's protection, God's keeping power over his people. Um, and and I really just think as we think about what has happened to us as Christians. So the, the scattering of the people of God in the Old Testament was this judgment, was this horrible thing. The scattering of the people in the New Covenant is actually god's salvation of the world Mm -hmm. you know we scatter so that the whole world can know god and can know god through christ Mm. Uh, and i've just been thinking a lot about that recently um and just reflecting i mean as we've been in the colossian series our life in babylon series like what has god entrusted to us as his people that we should take into the world mm-hmm. as we scatter and how much you know confidence should we have as we do scatter, mm. that God is with us, as you just mentioned, that he's before us, that he's behind us, that his plans for us are good, that his plans for us are right, that we have nothing to fear. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just thinking through, like, I, I guess those two ideas, like God's work, in and through his people through their scattering and through their exile um, both in the Old Testament even though that was part of their punishment and in the New Testament even though now of course in Christ it's part of our calling and mission.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know it's an interesting motif here that he talks about this redemption that's going to be without money and so basically it kind of raises this question well how can you redeem an entire people from another nation without any sort of exchange or bartering or haggling it's through triumph. You know, it it has to be through triumph. And and, uh, again, another one of those like Exodus type images where God doesn't finagle Israel out of Egypt. He, he shatters the heart of Pharaoh. Right. And so we, we see that and it, it points forward to, You know, this Messiah that's going to come, that is not going to come and barter with the kings of earth, who's not going to come as sort of a colleague of the kings of earth, but that's going to come with this kingdom that is totally overcoming, totally transcendent, totally victorious over all these other kingdoms, uh, from which, you know, the people of God will be able to just walk out freely because of the victory that he brings.
1: And where does that begin? It really begins when God. Triumphs over us, mm-hmm. uh, and I do. I do think you know. I talked about this a few weeks ago, but I do think That's like so good. What is the Christian life? It's living under the reign of God. It's knowing that God, ha- Jesus triumphs, and you know it. It's does Jesus reign in your heart today in the way that He will ri- one day reign over the entire cosmos. Mm. Um, and so the triumph of God is not this like. Um, like how does God triumph us? How does God overwhelm us? How does God overcome us? Mm. How does God, you know, set up his reign in our hearts in the new covenant? Yeah. Um, well, he puts a new heart within us, okay? Right. We yeah. read that in yeah. the prophets. Well, how does he do that? Well, he wins us by his mercy and love. It's it's mm. the kindness of the Lord that breaks our heart. It's it's the it's the kindness of God that that brings us to submission mm. um and that leads us to repentance, and that that brings about god's triumph over us and 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 i just think like that that is what i want to happen through my life through the life of this church through the life of our people is that we would go out so under jesus so in love with jesus and so able to point people to the beauty of jesus that the mercy and kindness and greatness of god and his love and his mercy would would be the thing that melts the hearts of people Mm. Um, and so yeah and and, and, you know i think that as christians sometimes um we can have this kind of i I would just say like colonialism view of christianity of like if we take over a culture then maybe they'll love the lord Mm. when really like the opposite is true right it's like if the they love the lord then the the culture will change change, you know absolutely and and so i think that we present cultural truths about Christianity, things that, yes, things that are true about a Christian culture. So, mm. for example, like, you know, our sexual ethic or our understanding of whatever morality, rather than presenting the king who conquers the culture. Yeah. And I think if we would worry more about the king who conquers the culture and presenting him well and serving him well and obeying him well. Mm. We'd have less to worry about with, you know, the culture being unfamiliar or whatever. The the Jesus would do the hard work for us if you will. He would he would win um these cultural battles. So, anyway, all that to say, I think about the triumph. And, and if you think about like what is the the first major kingdom that Jesus uh triumphed in an earthly sense, conquered, well it was Rome itself. Yeah. The greatest yeah. kingdom of all. But how did he win them? It wasn't through military triumph. It was actually through suffering. Mm. It was through obedience. It was through love. It was through mercy. That's how the church actually broke the back of the Romans and Mm. ended up taking over the Romans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, just, I think uh, one of the daily kind of application things we can just pull from this is there's this resilience and confidence that comes with knowing Jesus that it goes directly to what you're saying that you know we we don't. I love this image of you won't go out in haste and you shall not go out in flight and kind of this idea of like people who are in captivity or people who at least who are in danger of captivity. You you scurry around. You're constantly on the defensive, and that's what we see at at large in you know Western culture around us is even the loud, confident sounding voices are propelled by fear, but what's the the antidote to that? What cures that? What allows us to not go out in haste and in flight? It's knowing that the Lord is with us before us and behind us. Yes, And that as Christians, it's not just a God, the father, God, the son relationship, but it's the Holy Spirit descends upon you, dwells with you as you call out on Christ. And that that is so important because you know the new testament talks about the holy spirit is the guarantee of our yes. inheritance he's the down payment and so in other words he is the proof that god gives us he's the proof from the father that he is serious about saving his people yes. he's serious yes. about protecting his people Amen. that he will actually dwell with us
1: yeah and and thus our inheritance is sure our our place with god totally. is so sure totally.
0: so absolutely
1: well, man, good stuff. Isaiah, it just gets thicker and thicker. thicker. And there's more to go, but Come for on. Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. We'll see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word.